The Music Biz Weekly with Michael Brandvold. Music marketing tips, advice, and discussions. Do you need assistance with your next release? Are you looking for help with your digital strategy? Do you need help getting the most out of your social media? Do you have questions on how to find more fans? Contact Michael at www.michaelbrandvold.com. Dot com. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Music Biz Weekly Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Brandvold, and I want to welcome back my friend, Jay Gilbert. Jay. Hey, Mike. Glad to be here. It's uh, it's good to have you back. Our last chat Thank was a, a really good discussion. I, I, I miss having discussions like that, just general music label type discussions. Mm-hmm. Um, but this week, I think there's... To you and I, there's a very obvious topic we have to talk. I mean, right. we'll, 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 let's be right up front and say we're both Apple geeks. We are. I love the product, Me you know, too. but um, I, will, I will call them out when they need to be called out, but I love Absolutely. Apple product. I'm a fanboy, but I, I'll do the same thing. Yep. And um, this week, we had the, the, finally, we had the big introduction of Apple Music. Yep, we heard it was coming. They talked about it for a while. It was much rumored. Finally, they made the announcement. Yeah, you know, so so Apple is is fully into the streaming play. Um, yeah, you know, let, let let me just ask you. Give me your your five minute first impression of the of the announcement and what they announced. Well, nobody does it like Apple. You know, the whole Steve Jobs presentation was a thing of beauty back in the day. And, you know, now with Tim Cook taking over, he, he has his own way of doing it, but it's still an Apple presentation. You know, the, yeah, and we got one more thing kind of. Yep. But, you know, the whole WWDC presentation I thought was amazing. They take something which in some circles might be mundane, you know, an operating system, you know, iOS 9, some of these things that they're talking about, and they make them exciting. Glamorous. And they get, yeah. yeah. And they got people applauding and cheering over updates to their operating system. So quite often was, updates to features that have existed in Android for like years. <laughs> fair, fair enough, you know, and it was, it was a really great presentation, I thought. And, you know, whether it's, you know, the baseball that they brought out and, you know, all of that. But getting to the streaming service, we all, it's like a lot of Apple announcements. There's rumors beforehand, right? So we kind of knew what was coming. But yet, the way they presented it, I thought was very well thought out. And I thought it, there was some excitement surrounding it. And let's face it, you know, Spotify's got a huge head start, you know, and... Apple has some lofty goals. You know, they had said we want to have a hundred million paid subscribers. Well, Spotify, I think last time we talked, Just, the number they, was at I, 60. Now it's like 75, yeah. right? And they're still about 25% paid, which is phenomenal. Um, so I, I, w- I love the announcement. I thought it was well done and it made me want to try it out. My only disappointment was. Why isn't that ready to rock and roll now? You know, I, I, I got I, I to say that I'm getting a, that is a that's become a habit with Apple is announce it now and it's coming this fall. Yeah. Don't don't announce it until you can say and you can do it today. Yeah. You know, go I, open up your computer right now and guess what? It's there. Yeah. You know, if I'm gonna wait, just just wait. I mean, the, you know, I, and and and. 
one of my comments, I posted this online about the, the presentation. So you had all of the typical Apple executives doing their spiel. Right. And then you had a couple of the, the new Apple music people. Trent Reznor. Jimmy Iovine. Jimmy Iovine. You know what came really apparent to me? What's that? Is, is the tech guys are really truly the new modern rock stars they had yeah. they had better personality more energy more charisma on stage than those than, than the musicians did than jimmy did yeah i mean no, and, and, and listen no no disrespect to jimmy but it was sort of like dude you're you're where are you going are you re not reading the teleprompter here was this not rehearsed you felt like you were stuttering and jumping and the message wasn't smooth and articulate. Yeah. You know, it was one of those things where, and I hate to do this, but if Steve Jobs was still around, he probably would have had a fit if he saw that. Yeah. Yeah, he would want to be in control. If I think if Steve Jobs was still alive, he would have been on the stage doing that interview with Jimmy or guiding that conversation, much like he did when he had U2 on stage when they announced right. the U2 thing you know, the iPod and all of that. I was at that presentation and he guided that conversation and it was flawless. And what I love about what he does and what you're talking about, the top lieutenants do, is they've got the, you know, the presentation controller in their hand. And if you've been to these presentations, a lot of folks, they click and they look. Okay, this is what the slide says. Click and they look. Not with Apple. Those guys, they're looking at the crowd. They're talking. They're engaged. It's they natural. Click, they it, go. It, it, it's, it's very it's rehearsed. It's very – and that's the point. It's very rehearsed. It's very right. practiced. They have confidence in what the slide says. They know what it says. It's often one word. You don't need to look at those slides. It's one word. Exactly. They make it conversational. Like right. you and I were sitting here talking – it would be like they're they're telling why they're excited about this product, yep. and I think that that was missing from that was missing from from like Trent and from Jimmy and and listen they they haven't been in the Apple world for for decades to to learn sure. that, um, but it just was one of those things where I was just like and and I I, I, that and, and, and I've yeah. heard this in the news where it's like yeah you know the real rock stars of today to the younger generation are the Mark Zuckerbergs of the world. Yeah, yeah, you know extent, the the, yeah. the, co the coders, the developers, are the new rock stars, and the rock stars have become the new suits. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who's the marketing guy? Schilling, I think his last name. Yeah, is. you know what I'm talking yeah. about. He is so amazing. I mean, and then Johnny Ive, the the guy who does the design. Yep, those guys are famous. I'm sure that when they go into a restaurant or an airport, people approach them. They're like yep. you're saying, they're they're celebrities. Yep, yep, yep. So, you know, my my initial impression. So we basically announced um, three parts to Apple Music. You could say. Um, let Let's start with the one that really had my head scratching. Beats One Radio. Yeah. Um, who, I, who, and, and I'll, I'll just come right out and say, yeah. who, answering their question because they made this statement saying this is what people want. Who wants this? 
Who wants a, 360, a yeah. 365-24-7 global radio station? I think it's a good press hit. I think it sure makes, it definitely it plays is that well in in the press, and I also think there there's some other things that we have to consider. One is Pandora is huge, um, it's it's massive, and I think people like to have things spoon fed to them. As you and I have discussed before, you know, if you have 25, 30 million tracks that you have access to, playlisting becomes very important. Curation becomes pretty important, and I can't help but think, okay. It reminds me of when Virgin Records, you know, back when they had Tower and Virgin, you could go into a Virgin store, they had a DJ there, and he was right. playing, playing the stuff. And, and I, I thought it was really interesting, and it, it had kind of a European feel to it. And yeah, I can see a hipness factor, and I can see some people dialing into that. Is it for me? No. Um, is it for my teenage daughters? Probably not. I, but I do think there's some people that will listen to that because it might be a tastemaker kind of thing. It might be hip and trendy and I, they can... I, I, but, you know, the question is, was it worthy of the stature that it was given as one of the product pillars of Apple Music? I think it was a branding exercise and a marketing play, in my opinion. But I, I definitely hear where you're, what you're saying. And I don't think it was at the level of... You know, their it's not streaming the, it's service. It's not the level Apple of the Music. streaming service, not at or all. Even I, or even iRadio. You know, yeah, it was um, just one of these things where, first of all, I don't nice think I, I think it surprised everybody. Well, remember they hired they the they, they hired they hired these DJs. That there yeah. was there, but but there was no. What are those DJs going to be doing? That was a part of the question. Is what what is their role Program. in Apple? Yeah, are they building playlists behind the scenes, and it's just going to be a, their name on a playlist? We now know, but it was it, that was a big surprise. And, you know, I'm still sitting here going, well, um, I'm not going to listen if they aren't playing the music I like. Because remember, this these this Beats 1 radio is not you picking up. It's not Pandora. Exactly. It's not streaming. No. It's a real it's, Internet it's radio like station. It's like terrestrial radio. It's terrestrial radio. It's, it's like satellite radio broadcast over the Internet. But I think that guys like you and I, we curate our own playlists. Yeah, we'll listen to other people's, but we we know how to discover new music. I, I think that there is a there is going to be a segment of the population that will try this out. We'll listen to it at work, you know. But I, I again, I see it as more of a marketing and a publicity play than an actual business uh, now, that's going to generate revenue. Did, did you get the feeling that they so they mentioned three cities, three DJs? You know, that implies not a lot of variety. But do you get the feeling that this is going to become something that will build into, um, you know, a satellite radio type of thing where all of a sudden Gene Simmons has his own channel on Beats 1 and Rob Halford has one and Robin Zander and Justin Bieber and and Madonna and Tom Petty. If that's what ends up happening now we're talking something a little more interesting well then it's satellite radio the hipness of sat- satellite radio without the equipment and the hassle exactly it's right, there. it's right there built into your itunes app that you have with you all the time exactly and that i would listen to because yeah. that now now there's enough variety that i could go find the station that fits my mood for yeah. the moment but why if if that's where it's going to go why not 
release all of those features now because you got one chance to make a great first impression with your product. Yeah. And and I'm not going to use it at this point in time. How would you differentiate that from iRadio that they've already built and by their own admission isn't the success that they hoped? You know, it's not a failure, I wouldn't say, but it's definitely not at the level that they but, anticipated. You know, isn't is, is, is iRadio more of, and I, I, I will it's, admit I don't use it that much at all, um, it's pretty much a Pandora type of program. You you pick a, a mood, you pick a style, it or you pick a song or an artist and build a station and it starts playing the music for you. Um, it's not like Pandora in the sense that it builds a station as a recommendation engine. It you can it's similar but different in the mechanics of it. I think that iRadio is really less user interactive and, and more like I'm at work. I like this kind of music. There are certain playlists, you know, that I like. I think that's kind of well, the main and, and, focus. And, and, well, and the big difference is iRadio doesn't have personalities behind it. Right. Beats One is going to have personalities, and and listen, I've and done Pandora I've, has, and 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 I've I've done a lot of work in in the radio market. I know a lot of people. I've spoken at events. In in my opinion, radio broadcast, whether it's terrestrial or Beats One or you know, um, X, Sirius XM, you can't compete at the level of music because my playlist is always going to be better than what any radio station is going to put together. Right. Where you can compete and will always win is in personality, knowledge, um, curation, curation, that that type of stuff. And and if Beats One gets these great DJs that have the freedom to jump outside of the program playlist we're used to and can spend, you know, more than, you know, in, in real radio, you've got 15 seconds to talk between songs that this person could spend 10 minutes telling a story of seeing Led Zeppelin in concert 40 years ago, 50 yeah. years ago. That's where it's going to be great because yeah. that's what I, wa I want to hear that. I want to... I don't want to just hear Stairway to Heaven again. Yeah. I want to hear Stairway to Heaven with somebody telling me something about Stairway to Heaven that I didn't know. Exactly. I think it comes down to um, static versus dynamic. I think that a lot of these quote-unquote internet radio playlists are, are kind of static. I know that with Pandora, there are certain ones that you play and you kind of hit a playlist wall and you're hearing certain things over and over again, not always. But I think the difference is with something dynamic like Beats One, if it's more like a radio station, like an, yeah. a satellite, and they're playing new things, one of the things I loved about satellite radio, whether it was you know the Boneyard or something like that, where you could you would hear a deeper track once in a while. Yep. You would hear something, and it didn't have that playlist feel where you felt like it was the same 40 songs repeating over and over and over again. To me, that's appealing. Then it comes back to discovery and something that, that you and I have talked about, even if it's kind of like my playlist. you know, Once in a while, they might drop in a track that I may have forgotten about or I hadn't heard for a while. That's, a, that's appealing to me. But if it's just kind of that generic playlist kind of stuff. I, I, I get the feeling Beats 1 isn't going to be the generic. I think it's going to be, you know, really personally curated by the DJ. They can play what they want. 
but but I guess what's missing for me is, you know, the announcement was three DJs. You yeah. you tell you telling me three DJs are going to play the music that's going to appeal to millions and millions of people with a variety of taste. I can tell you right now, I bet those three DJs don't play the music that appeals to me personally. Right. right. But but you know they'll go after but, the but, young demo, right? But, They're going to go after it, right. Yeah. If 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 their plan is to start dropping in additional DJs. Great. You know, what What if they dropped in Rick Springfield and he, he was the 80s channel? Yeah. You know, all of a sudden that could be some interesting stuff. You know, what if they dropped in Ken Sharp and he became the pop channel? You know, that becomes interesting. By the way, sidebar, I have never found a great power pop playlist anywhere. My friend David Sanders sent me one that I imported into Spotify, which is phenomenal and i have my own with like 500 tracks on it but you just opened up something that i think is really important not everybody listens to just reggae or just country or just heavy metal and there are all these great genres you know and power pop is a great example of that you know i think that those it's kind of that recommendation engine argument but this curation is so important and I think that you know Apple doing you know three DJs, maybe it's just going to stay three DJs, and maybe that's that service. Maybe it'll go deeper. I I I hope it goes deeper. If it only stays three DJs, I don't see the long-term benefit of that as being part of this big Apple Music thing. It's like, hey, right, cool, you did, you built this radio station, no big deal. Um, let's move on to a, the, another feature set yeah. that they announced: Apple Connect. Yeah. What did you think of that? Um, uh, all right, my 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 honest appealing is, feeling is, why is that a big deal? Hello, Facebook. Hello, artist website. Hello, Twitter. Hello, YouTube. Hello, SoundCloud. Hello, everything. Hello, internet. That's already out there and being done. They made it seem like finally the artists can post stuff that their fans can see. And I'm just like, but the artists that don't know how to do that aren't going to do that because of Apple Connect. And the artists that do realize the value of that have been doing that for years already elsewhere. Yeah, they're just going to post the same thing into Apple Connect that got posted on their Facebook page and onto their Twitter. Not a big wow, we really freaking need that type of thing for Apple Music, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, the first thing I thought about was exclusive content. You know, um, Apple has been very successful at getting artists to do sessions and getting, you know, alternative mixes and exclusive or window of exclusivity on certain products. And that was the first thing I kind of thought about. I'm with, sure they're going to have that for... You know, you know, this small number of artists, like, oh, next time U2 has something that they're releasing, guess what? U2 will have something on the Connect page, I bet you. Mm-hmm. Um, will they do that for 99% of the other artists? No, because they would never do an exclusive with those artists anyway. So it's sort of like, here you guys go. We just, we built, we rebuilt Apple Ping. <laughs> Yeah. And here you go. Use this. Questions remain. Is it a walled garden? Can you only right. see this stuff by logging into iTunes app? 
or can you access it through an iTunes web page? Right. Those questions were not answered. Right. Um, how easy is it to update? How easy is it to manage? You know, because yeah. what guys like you and I have come to learn, you use services a lot based on the tools that are provided for managing the content. How easy is it to upload that content? Ease of use. Ease yeah. of use. If you Is Apple forcing a completely separate workflow to upload that item? Or will I be able to use something like Buffer or Hootsuite to right. also manage and upload to it? Because right. that's a big factor yeah. when you're managing content. And, and, and I know for, for a fact... A lot of artists don't have the time or the skill sets to do all of this stuff. And you right. just threw another thing on their plate and they're like, now what am I supposed to do? I'm yeah, not going to do it. I'm really curious to see how that is. And I thought that too. I also was thinking that Apple is very careful about quality control. And I wonder, you know, is there going to be an interface you know, where like the app store or the music store where there's a QC process. Well, yeah. You know? I mean, are they, are they, are they not going to let um, the photo that Paul Stanley posted with um, um, my, 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 my brain just went blank. Um, what's her Recently? name? Recently? Um, uh, hugest pop star out there. Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. There you go. Paul Stanley and Lady Gaga, she's barely wearing anything except a panty. Would that work on... I think there was some electrician's tape in there, too. Some, but, yeah, but the point is, would that work in the Apple world? Right. Or is somebody going to go through and go, mm-mm, too risque? Didn't, yeah. Too, too, too naughty. Right. Um, it'll Which be very interesting. Doing, to, you know, on these other socials that you mentioned or some of these other platforms... You know, yes, they. If it's you know really bad, you know, it might get a complaint and get taken down. But there's not like a QC process with Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and so on. You know, you can post those things. Yeah. And I think in order for this to be successful, it's got to be plug and play. It's got to be so simple and that you can do it. The world is mobile, right? It's got to be something where Paul Stanley, when he's at a show, can do it from can, his dressing room. Bang, and it's there. Yeah, and 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 I know. So my, I don't know if you've gone through this yet, but I've already applied to manage three of my clients. So it's, it's a process. You go into Apple Connect and you have to apply and put in phone numbers of management and label people. Right. And I did this a week ago and I haven't heard anything back yet. Yeah. They're reviewing yeah. this. What are they, re they provide, typical Apple fashion, they provide very little direction and they provide very little feedback of what's happening. Yeah. So I, it, it's, it's, not, it's not something where I'm like going, oh, I, I've got great confidence in this. It's just, right. it feels like an add-on. It feels like something somebody said, we need this to be part of music. Can we put this in? Right. It sounds like the verification process may not even be fully solidified, which isn't unusual for Apple. And one of the things that Apple's kind of famous for is releasing, you know, version 1.0 and then uh, a time later, 1.5. And right. it doesn't have to be fully flushed out. And, and they have, that's, they've kind of got a track record of doing that. So it wouldn't surprise me if it's not fully flushed out. But, but you know, 
I feel like this should have been fully fleshed out. Because first of all, they're coming off of the disaster of Apple Ping. That did not leave a good taste in anybody's mouth. Everybody was like, DOA, that was dead on arrival. It could have been cool, it though. It could have remember, been cool. Remember, yeah. right before they launched there, I believe there was a deal with Facebook that well, fell I was gonna through. Say, I was going to say, I think that basically killed the whole thing is because Facebook pulled out of it. I don't know why that deal didn't happen, but that integration with social was key. And without it, I, I think it was kind of doomed yeah. from, from the very beginning. So, so, so what you've got right now, right or wrong, is you've got a bad impression that's already in people's minds when it comes to Apple putting a social network inside of iTunes. I think that you give people more credit than I do. I think people forget quicker. And I, the people that I talk to have already forgotten ping. And I, I, I think, I, well, let's put it this way. I think the average consumer has no, no freaking clue. Yeah. The average user has no clue. Yeah. But the people like me who manage this stuff have memories of this and sure it's, and, and it's caused me to be a little more weary and cautious of course of, and of you approaching should it and yeah. and and they they don't need that right now they needed something that just boom there it is Adoption. here's what it, it's adopted i'm sitting here going artist a artist b artist c you gotta get me access to this we've got to get into this today yeah. it's sort of instead of right now it's sort of like all right, guys, I applied for it, but we'll see what happens. Yeah. You know, nobody's beating down the door saying, everybody's got to get into Apple Connect. Yeah. But I think since Apple is such a huge brand and is such a big part of, you know, the digital download business and the cool computing devices that they make, that, you know... People want to be associated with that. They want to be a, a part of that. It's the same thing with Amazon years ago launched artist stores where you could load images, videos, and it was the promise was you would have one place on Amazon, you could go to your favorite artist, and their T-shirts would be there, and their albums, and their videos, right. and all of that. And it never, it was a great idea, and it wasn't adopted fully by the labels and distribution some did some didn't it just wasn't consistent and in some it looked great and some it didn't well uh, a few weeks ago they killed it you know after fighting for it for for so long and it was disappointing for me because i thought it was such a cool thing and now i'm looking at connect in a very similar way see it, i mean but, but I see you you, you you've got you've got questions yourself well i think that their success is really contingent upon the adoption, making like what you said, making it the barriers to entry minimal. It's got Make it to simple. work. Yeah. And then if you can get people to adopt it and it's simple, but look, I always I would never vote or uh, I would never bet against Apple. No, no, I agree. I mean, they're they're going to get my full attention. I'm keeping my eye on it. And I'm going to try it all out, but you know, there there's no such thing as too big to fail. Agreed. You know, look at Ping. But I would also say that you look at Apple, and I think what they do, and I think a lot of companies could learn a lesson from this, is they take something complex and they simplify it. They don't put every button on something. They don't tout how amazing. But, but let let me I'm let me they do that here. Let me throw this out. 
this is the first product launch that's happened in with an Apple product that they've brought in an outside team of music industry experts <laughs> <laughs> to build, advise, consult, create. Um, that has me going, okay, we know the music. We, that was our last discussion. We know the music industry's history of building things. Mm -hmm. um, did, did Apple Music get built by music industry people who said, take this, take this, take this, no. put it together? Well, or, 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 or did it get built by the core Apple team looking to the outside going, Jimmy, Trent, what do you think? Okay. Stay out. We'll do the rest. You know, there nothing's what ever. What does your gut tell you? It's at least a fifty-fifty mix, at least right now. And my... Apple is not going to relinquish control. It, there's certain things like these guys are know... Apple employees. They're not contractors. They're not. These yeah. are in inside the company Apple employees now. Right, and you also have to separate, you know, hardware from software. Right, I think that with Apple, they are so good at the underlying technology. And yes, they bought Beats, and I think there's some reasons why they bought Beats. Um, could they have bought another company and had some similar technology to do a streaming service and some of these other things? Yeah, but you know, why would they buy Beats headphones? You know, they're they're. I think there's. A brand recognition there that I think is pretty powerful. I think having credible executives, whether it's uh, you know Dr. Dre or Jimmy Iovine or somebody like that, there's credibility there. They're, Those they're, guys they're, have they're, earned they, that. Oh no, they clearly bring credibility. They bring experience. They bring knowledge, but they bring an entirely different um, mindset of work and building products and releasing things than is different from the apple culture and can mm -hmm. you can you yeah. can you adopt the apple i mean they haven't they've been with the company for what two years maybe less a little less but yeah, yeah i mean you're saying like how do you reconcile can, can 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 you totally adopt that apple culture that quickly that you you like oh i totally get it and i'm giving up my music industry ways of building things. I, 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 there's no answer, and I think the, the first sight of the answer will come when this rolls out on June 30th, and we can look at yeah. how does the product look, how does it work, how easy is it, does it feel like an Apple product? I would only add that I don't think that Dr. Dre and Jimmy Iovine are your typical music industry people those guys that we grew up with in the industry that went by gut and didn't have, you know, corporations and accountants holding them accountable, you know, every quarter and stock prices. I think that those two are entrepreneurs. And I think they, what the reason why Interscope was so successful under Jimmy and, and one of the reasons why I think Dr. Dre has been so successful is they were much larger than the music industry. Yeah. And, 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 and I think, they wouldn't have been brought into Apple to begin with if they didn't have a a a a head 
among themselves that matched up with Apple. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's not like Apple's going to go out and just hire, you know, some 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 IBM blue suit person and say, "Come on in." Yeah. I, I, I'm I'm just saying this is the first product that. You know, the when when Beats was bought and it was re-rolled out and uh, as an Apple product, that doesn't count. That that yeah. does not count. This is the first product that these guys have, as a team, have been involved in, and and it'll be interesting to see if it has the true Apple feel, Apple philosophy, the one button, or has it got multiple buttons? Does it yeah. work, or does it sort of work? Yeah. Yeah, and I and 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 I'm not saying it would be their fault. I'm just saying this is, it's it's an interesting thing to observe that this is, you know, this is their baby. This is their yeah. product. I mean, they were on stage. They announced this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was their par- partially uh, responsible for creating this, and uh, they've had the input. They were part of the team. Uh, I'm. I'm pretty excited to see what comes of it. You know, I was reading that, you know, on the app, everything's integrated. It's a little bit different on the desktop. You know, there's going to be kind of two separate entities. But the way I read it from the press release is that you press that one button and all of it is right there. And it's it sounds like, in theory what you just described, a kind of one button, easy click, you're right there, you can navigate between the two. What I'm hoping that they do out of all of this is I've got a substantial iTunes library that I've spent many years curating. It's about 30,000 tracks. I've got these playlists that are hundreds of tracks long and multiple genres and styles that mean a lot to me. And it's not super easy to integrate with iTunes playlists and Spotify. It can be done, but it's, it's a little wonky process. If I believe if they can kind of bridge that gap and make it seamless for listening to music, so it doesn't matter if you're streaming it, you're downloading it, you own it, you're renting it, your playlist, their playlist, if they can integrate that in a simple, elegant way and they have a good you know, recommendation engine, man, I could see this thing being something special. You know, and, and the funny thing is I'm looking at it sort of the, at, from a different side of things. I've got a, a, a music library as, as big as that, um, 50,000 tracks, but it's no longer in iTunes. And, you know, because I wanted to use iTunes Match. Mm-hmm. Couldn't. They wouldn't let me. Limitations. Too, too, too many of my songs were purchased elsewhere than iTunes. So I couldn't upload it. I was just like, okay, fine. Well, Amazon. Thank you, Amazon Music. They'll, they'll take a quarter of a million songs, and they don't care where they came from. So my entire library is now in Amazon Music. Um, but I do my streaming through Spotify. How dependent <laughs> is iTunes Music going to be on having an iTunes library to build upon? Or will I be able to just use the streaming function, say, I just want to stream this, I want to stream that. I don't want you to analyze things. I don't want you to suggest things. Because guess what? It, it ain't in there anymore. 
I've had to I've had to strip everything out of iTunes because you wouldn't let me use your service. Yeah. So now I I'm curious to see how dependent it is actually on iTunes. Exactly. That'll be fascinating to find out, and it'll also be you notice that like Google just you know recently with their photos there there's this unlimited photos yep. thing. You and I talked about that. It's so cool. Beautiful. App. Don't don't you think that 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 Apple will and others will follow suit not only with images but with music? I mean, come on, I've, these limitations. I've been, I've, I've been thinking and hoping that for years, mm-hmm. and I finally said I can't sit back and wait anymore because I can't deal with having terabyte drives of my music here that need to be backed up to another terabyte drive that then when it crashes, I have to rebuild. I got tired of that. It was just like, thank you, Amazon, for $25 a year. Um, I uploaded 50,000 tracks. I still buy my, it's funny, I still buy my music through iTunes, but once I buy it through iTunes, I have Amazon Music suck it out of iTunes and throw it up into the, my, my yeah. Amazon locker. And then you have it with you wherever you go, I have it w- just I, like your photos. Why, why, why is it taking Apple so long to do that? I would have been on um, iTunes Match day one that it went live. I tried it. Mm-hmm. But it literally said, we won't, t- we won't allow you to do this. Yeah. Why? Be- and, and, you know, and, I, and, and that really kind of pissed me off because I got penalized for basically buying a lot of CDs. And ripping them. See, I didn't. We should talk about that because I I ripped CDs and and those uploaded to my iTunes Match. And so I'm wondering if there's some other issues there too. I don't know. It was just a simple, you know, when I when I tried to do it, it looked at my iTunes library. It started doing the scanning and said, "You have more music than has been purchased through iTunes." Meaning you've bought your you've bought your music elsewhere, hmm. and we don't allow all that in there. Well, there we should we should check into that because they're allowing mine. The the place I ran into trouble was just having too much, um, and I think maybe uh, that could be definitely a problem too because you have more than what is it? Don't they have like a twenty five thousand? I think it was still a twenty. But I was even willing to because I remember somebody said, "Well, create a small library of." of 10,000 tracks and you just upload that. And I think that's what I was trying to do initially. And, and, and that's where it was coming back. Cause you know, I was, I buy my music everywhere. I buy it on Bandcamp. I buy it on Amazon. Sure. Sure. CDs, rip it, vinyl. I convert it. Oh, you and me and, both. Yeah. And, and it was just sort of like, and you know, and I've been doing this for 40 years. So I've accumulated legitimately accumulated a lot of music yeah. And they wouldn't let me do that. And I was just like, that's that that didn't that didn't sit well. No, and that I, I understand that I bought why. my mu- that I bought my music yeah. most of my music was purchased elsewhere. I think that going forward we're gonna look back at these times and just shake our heads and, and giggle because I don't think it's gonna matter because everything's in the cloud or digitized, you know, our movies. Our music, our books, you know, our all of this, our photos. I, I think at some point, it's not going to matter. It's not going to matter. They and they're not going to care the source of it. They're nope. not. Gonna, they're not. It, you, you're, you're right. I mean, I think the Google Photos app was um, shot across uh, the bow. Was was no? yeah? Was that shot across the bow of 
We don't care where your photos, your videos, wherever it came from. We're sucking them in. It sucked them in right from my iPhoto library. And it didn't take that long. Like I, I had, um, what's the name of that service? I, I had a backup service and they took weeks and weeks to back up my photos and, and I finally um, got rid of them. But the thing about that Google thing was, it took no time at all. No, it didn't. It didn't. And I've got and, a and, ton of photos. And, I mean, you know, I, 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 yeah. I, I would, I would love it if, 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 you know, and I would have used Apple's iCloud if they offered the same feature as Google Photos, but they don't. Um, I'd use Apple for music, but they don't. Yeah, I think the key word is yet. I think yeah. you're going to see yet. And but the problem is, yeah. how long do you keep waiting? You don't. You go where you go. And and you, you and, go and, 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 surface, and in my right? case, you know, if this year Apple finally opens up the iCloud for music, is it worth it for me and other people to go, all right, let me suck everything out of Amazon <laughs> and send it back up over here? Yeah. You know, at a point you go, the the ship sailed. You missed it. Yeah. You missed yeah. your opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. So you know when and when it comes to the third piece of what they announced, the streaming service, well, it's it's a streaming service. Yeah, my, like I said, my my main uh, curiosity is how are they going to differentiate Apple Music streaming from Spotify and everybody else? You know, um, I've been a big fan of Slacker and RDO. Uh, for streaming, I, I think they're amazing. I subscribe to Spotify. I so do I. And I, I wonder. And the thing that I'm, I'm kind of excited to see on June 30th is how is this different? What, what makes it better? And I don't think, looking at Apple's track record, that they're going to put out an also ran. They're, they're playing to win. And I think that makes you and I, it puts us in a great position because now we've got people competing for our business. And I think you, you get the best when they're, cre they're trying to be creative and come up with ways to super serve us, the, the users. Right. And I'm hoping that's what happens. But, you know, and, and, and I'll, I'll kind of end it with this. I did not end and walk away from the presentation going, Wow, I clearly know why I need to use this and why it's better. I did not either. I what I came up with was I can't wait to, to try find it. out. I can't exactly. And that's that that's that's significantly different there. We yeah. are wait we are eager to try it and see versus having done a presentation that sold us on it and said, here is why you cannot wait. To get out of Spotify. <laughs> exactly. Here's why you cannot wait to download 50,000 tracks out of Amazon and give them back to us. They, Spotify, there, there was none yeah. of that. There wasn't the, you know, the iPhone moment where you yeah. looked at it and go, wow, I just know I've got to have that. It's better than every cell phone I've ever freaking had yeah. and every laptop I've ever yeah. had. That it was, was missing. Cool presentation, it was but cool, it did, but it, it didn't did have, have any of that. It didn't have the details of that. But I would just end with, you know, two things. One, 
Spotify is growing like crazy. In the last, I believe in the last year, they've got 10 million new subscribers, which took them 10 years or five years to get the first 10, you know. Right. And now in just the last 12 months, they've got 10. You know, they're up to, I think, 75 million, you know, subscribers worldwide. Well, and, 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 and Apple Music just legitimizes their business now. Of course. Absolutely. It's not us and them anymore. Right. So with that excitement and that kind of mainstream adoption surrounding streaming, I would love to regroup with you the week after June 30th. Oh, yeah, we say, definitely should. We've tried it. Know, what are your first impressions I, of it? I played with it. You know, what are the limitations? What, what works well? More, more importantly is, like, why is this different? Why would I leave Spotify? Or why would I stop using Slacker, you know, uh, Slack is so great about curation and playlisting, and they're just they're music fans. I mean, they're, they're I, I, yeah. I mean, you know, my, my the question Apple has to answer for me is why will I subscribe to you and rebuild all of my Spotify playlists in Apple? Yeah, because that can't be done automatically. They can't suck those playlists in from Spotify. I have to commit some time to it. And, and and if you're like me, I got a lot of Spotify playlists I've mm -hmm. built. Yeah. And I don't want to lose these playlists. So will it be worth my time to switch services? Mm -hmm. Yeah. What are you going to do to make it worth my time? Yeah. I've got a substantial investment just, in... Just putting the yeah. Apple logo on it doesn't make it worth my time, even as a fanboy. Amen. Even as a fanboy, I will not do it just because there's an Apple logo on it. Yeah. I didn't yeah. buy an Apple Watch. I, I didn't because I can't see. But if I could see, you know, I, if I could see past, you know, three feet without wearing reading glasses, I would, uh, I probably would have tried it out. But, you know, it's, it's not for me. But like you, I mean, I've got an iPad that I've had for a while, and I'd like to have one of those newer, thinner ones. But gone are the days when I bought every single product, every single release date. Now it's like these products are—they're, you know, they're lasting a long time. You yeah. know, I've had my MacBook Air for quite a long time. I don't think you need to buy those, you know, revisions or versions like you used to. But uh, uh, just like you, I'm pretty excited to see how all of this kind of launches and also I'm, I'm really excited to hear what other people's take is on it you know I love reading you know The Verge and, and Gadget yeah, some of those be. places and and those guys what I like about it is some are Apple fanboys some are not but their reporting is just like it is what it is here, here it know? is here's the features here's how it works here's why we're scratching our head yeah, Here's, and that you know, strips the, away my fandom. The, the, you know? the, the 10 missing features, the 10, the ten exactly. amazing features. I'm looking forward to that because that's yeah, all stuff I'm going to take in to determine yeah. whether it's worth it. Yeah, I don't want to hear the fanboys like me, and I don't want to hear the haters. I want to hear, you know, I want to hear kind of what their objective take is. And then I'd love to talk to you about, like, realistically, the way that we use it. You know, and I'd say that we're kind of heavier users, you know. Yep. Does does it meet those needs? And yeah, that'll be exciting. Yeah, yeah. So so let let's definitely regroup, you know, early July and yeah. after we've played with this and yes. and and we can 
we can dump our first impressions on everyone. <laughs> exactly. Jay, this exactly. is another another awesome chat with you, man. Always a pleasure, my Love friend. It. And we, we'll talk soon, okay? All right. Thanks for joining us again, Jay. Thanks for having me. Cheers. Has the Music Biz Weekly helped your career? I'd love for you to leave us a review and rating on Apple iTunes. Visit http colon forward slash forward slash itunes.michaelbranvold.com and leave your review. I read them all.